this is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Rachel Cruz. And today's question comes from Matthew in Tennessee. My fiance and I will be getting married in November. We're both 20 years old. I make 60000 as a welder. She makes 12000 as a preschool teacher and is in college. I have no debts and also a 401k. She has about $5,000 in student loans and a car loan. We have an apartment together and a joint bank account that I put money in for her to handle my bills while I'm out of town for work. How does the whole process, what does the whole process look like when combining finances after getting married? Um, well, Matthew, sounds like you're kind of already doing it a little bit. <laughs> so between now and November, I know it sounds like a hassle, but honestly, I would still practice separating those finances until you guys officially are married in November. Stuff happens and you never know. So I would still keep things separate. I would not pay on her debt right now. I would be paying my own bills, again, keeping it separate until you guys get married, say I do. And then the moment you guys do that, then what you're doing now, which is a little bit of practice, which is good, is the joint checking account. So having one account that you guys are working out of, um, this is a big hurdle for a lot of couples. It's tough for them to combine accounts for many different reasons, but um, that's a tactical step for you guys to do. And then see this debt that she's bringing in which is some student loans and a car loan as your debt, that it's it's our debt together once we're married. And for you guys to pause that 401k that you have and take all the extra money you guys have and, and, and pay off this debt and get an emergency fund. So that's kind of the, the way to look at it, the plan. Um, but there is, there is such a push for me when you get married and only when, that you say, okay, we have one budget, we have one account we're working out of, and that unity is created kind of almost this forced communication in a sense um, after after the after the wedding yeah after the wedding when you do one checking account um, that forces you to to talk about money and to have a planned budget because if you don't you're gonna overdraw the account because she's writing checks you're writing checks you're, she's using debit card you're using debit card and we don't know we don't know what the balance is so the only way you can run an account together is it forces you to communicate about it it forces you to have a budget and to stick to it uh, because if you don't you're gonna screw up your checking account you're gonna overdraft and you're gonna be mad at each other because you can't just run off and do your own thing anymore cause you're married this is how marriage works you do it together and here's the beautiful part about the whole thing when when you combine your spending and you agree on your spending, Jesus said your treasure is where your heart is. When you're in agreement about what our future looks like and that we are moving in the same direction, you create a level of unity in your marriage, a level of communication you cannot do with any other subject. Money forces you to combine your value system. You have to say, we value saving. We value generosity. We value investing. Uh, we value spending on money on X or Y as a couple. And or she values this and I love her. And so this is something that we put the category in for her. But and I value her having that thing, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. uh, art class or what. I don't care what it is. OK, but it's not just. You know, the mistake that people are making in our culture today 
and it's going to be so detrimental 10 years into your marriage, 20 years into your marriage, it's going to be a problem, is you think that you can live this life of independence with your roommate, and that is not marriage. And you're going to get into a problem. And you guys are probably going to talk about that in the marriage, in the money and marriage. Yes, because it's so interesting. Out of all... I'm independent. Then don't get married. No, out of all the things that I talk about specifically on social media, the one thing that people get so angry at me, I mean, it's the most hateful comments that I get is when I say, join your bank accounts. I mean, you would think that I like ran over someone's dog and like laughed in their face or something. I mean, like like, you would think I'm the most horrible person in the world. And and so what I'm finding is the more and more I dig into the subject, which again, John and I are unpacking so much of this because it's not just that it's not, I just want to join my checking account. There's a level of control people have. There's a level of trust that they don't have with theirs. I mean, there's so many of those issues, you guys, that is underneath that surface. Really, they they don't want to deal with their crap, and they get mad at you. The avoidance, and they but they call it like feminism or something. Well, no, well, 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 you don't want women to have a voice. No, we demand they have a voice in the budget with their husband. Right, right. We demand the husband has a voice in there with his wife. And so and it's I'm not, telling you, you know, too, it's it, it money fights and, and conflict when it's avoided. Sure. You're not having it because you're not talking about it. You're living two separate lives financially. And if and people say, well, I, well, we just fight all the time. So like, it's, it's just worth not I'm like, if you're choosing to avoid what's going on in this situation, what other things are not, you're not, you're not pressing into conflict at all. Right. You Let can't me help just you with avoid this. In, in marriage, avoidance is not a technique. <laughs> Les Parrott says, says buried, buried problems have a high rate of resurrection. resurrection. <laughs> They're coming up. Yeah, but it just, but it, again, it's, it's this mirror of like all this other stuff. So it's just funny. I'm like, you will share a child, like you will create a human being and share a child. And share decision making about that. Share but your don't bed. tell you me sh- like I have to this, share my money man, because I'm independent. But that, That's but a it bunch is. Of crap. I know, but it is strong out there oh, with know, people. So I'm, it's big. It's big. So it's fun to. Well, it's misguided, toxic stir. version of yes. ladies having their voice. Yes, well, ladies. Ladies need to have their voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, the, there's that side that's of it. That's what yes. they're attacking. But there's also there's also another side where it's like I don't want to deal with this. See, they don't they don't bitch at me about that. They bitch at you because you're a woman. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But it's it's that side. But it's also the guy side, too, saying stuff like, oh, I don't want to deal with it. We're so much better if we're just separate. If oh, we're I know that. But so I'm like, dude, you got to step not, they're, up. They're not hating on you, though. Oh, oh were they? Were they? Oh, everyone. Everyone hates it. <laughs> that's what it feels like. I love it. I like to be liked. I love it. Hey. <laughs> just Stir up a holy ruckus. I like a good holy ruckus. It's a good thing. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.